2: Inside Sources, sources.
1: behind-the-scenes experience in Washington and around, around the, the, world. World, the world. Here's the opinion page editor of the Deseret News, Boyd, Boyd Matheson, Matheson, on KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. Welcome back, everyone. This is the extended edition of Inside Sources. I am Boyd Matheson, opinion editor at the Deseret News. Thanks for joining us on a Monday. It's a uh primary election eve, I guess is what we'll call it. And uh, we're going to have a few of those uh, running for mayor will uh, swing by or call in. Uh, we'll let them give a little closing argument. And so we're very pleased to be joined in studio, of all things, uh, by former Senator Jim Davakis Jim, thanks for joining us today.
0: It's a pleasure. We, we screwed up on the timing, so my... <laughs> My so year. you got, so you got, you got a hamburger out of it. So, <laughs> so they dropped me off an hour early, and then they went off to wherever they go, and I had a whole hour. And I just left the studio, and I wandered around, and I—it's—it's it's like an hour of freedom. Uh, yeah, that's I a, just
1: loved it at this point in the campaign. That's a—that's a good thing. So, so give us a quick update. Uh, You—you've been at this for a while. You've been through elections before. What's—what's uh, what's the last six months been like? Uh, what have you—what have you learned? What's been mm. different this time around?
0: You know, well, it, it's been since uh, January fifteenth, full time every day, and I. just wonder if we couldn't come up with a better way to elect people Mm -hmm. I mean maybe we can't but I've enjoyed I've enjoyed the process of going out and knocking on doors and actually going to debates and meeting people and talking to groups but it really it it I also have to spend two to three hours a day on the phone asking Mm -hmm. people for money and people that are going to need things from the city or people that do business with the city or people that have, um, clearly ulterior motives, Mm -hmm. you know, and, um, it's, it's distasteful actually. And I, I, I just think it's, it's a bad system and, and I've found out a lot more firsthand about the ugliness of these packs that come along. Mm. You know, there'd never been any packs in any races of mine. So the law says you can spend $3,560 with a candidate if you're a company or if you're an individual. But these packs come along and they're supposed to register with a city, mm-hmm. and most of them don't. And they come along and put hundreds of thousands of dollars, and nobody knows who they are. Right. You know, occasionally they will say, yeah, this is us. We're the billboard guys. But a lot of them just say citizens for this or citizens for that. And then they spend money on television ads or on radio ads for candidates. And the candidates all say, well, you know, we didn't know anything about it. We have no idea who it was. And, yeah, they spent this much money, but we don't know how or where. And maybe they don't.
1: Yeah. and and they're not supposed to, of course. Right. Uh, but I think the interesting thing, because uh, and we can spend a we'll, we'll spend a whole day sometime talking about campaign finance uh, stuff, because I, I think there are so many things like that. I actually think, uh, as it relates to these PACs and super PACs, uh, I actually think you got to connect those to the candidates, right. uh, and so that there is some accountability. So so that nobody can just shrug their shoulders and say. Uh, They didn't. Yeah, they they spent spent one hundred thousand on
0: billboards uh, (laughs) for me, but I don't know who they are. I can't can't talk about it. I don't know anything about it. But but look, I don't want to dwell on the negative. I mean, I I think basically and at 50,000 feet, what the what the mayor needs to do is make sure that we bring the community together. I mean, we've got big issues. How are we going to keep our kids in Salt Lake City that's unaffordable? How are we going to clean the air? How are we going to deal with the inland port? How are we going to deal with the homeless? But all of those things come back to somebody that I think has my experience anyway with people that disagree. Yeah. But we sit down, roll up our sleeves, solve problems. We need to... We need to remember that first and foremost, we're Salt Lakers and Utahns. And yeah, we disagree a yeah. lot, but ultimately we want all those same things. We all want clean air and we go through the list. So the 203,000 people that make up Salt Lake City, they're very blue. Our suburbs are pretty red and our rural areas are very, very red. So the mayor has to understand that we're not going to solve homeless without a governor Cox or a governor Wright or a governor Hughes or a governor Huntsman or whoever that is there a hundred percent. We can't do it. Look at that was real grand without the state and without the county. Yeah. And it's true on all of those. So I'm a bloviator. I'll stand up strongly and proudly for Medicaid expansion and what the people in the city believe, but it doesn't get personal. And I, and and as much as we may disagree, you know, I got to sit down with Greg Hughes or Spencer and say, all right, yeah. How do we solve this? Yeah,
1: If you're just joining us, we've got uh, mayor candidate uh, Jim DeBacchus uh, joining us here in studio. We've got many of the candidates coming through today. Uh, Jim, we've got just uh, about a minute and a half left here, so I'm, I'm going to let you do a close, closing argument uh, time here. Many of the candidates are, are similar on a lot of the things in terms of clean air and inland port and so on. Uh, what's the differentiator? What's the last thing you hope somebody thinks about before they cast a vote?
0: I came here broke, really, as a kid. And I built a small business and a big business. And ultimately, when it comes right down to it, a city is a business. It's a $330 million a year business. And it has almost 3,000 employees. And I know how to run a business. And it's not just running a business, it also, you got to know how government runs. And I spent six years in the depth of policy learning how government runs. So that's really a critical difference. You've got to know how to run it as a business. You've got to know how to make personnel decisions. And then ultimately, you also have to have the heart for it. And I, I think I'm the best candidate for all of that.
1: All right. Jim DeBacchus, thanks for joining us on Inside Sources today. We'll keep an eye on it and uh, watch for those results coming out tomorrow.
0: Big thanks to you and KSL for doing this.
1: All right, fantastic. All right, we're going to go ahead and step aside a little early for a break. When we come back, uh, candidate David Ibarra will join us here in studio. I am Boyd Matheson, opinion editor at the Deseret News. Don't go anywhere. Stay with us on KSL News Radio. Inside Sources with, with Boyd, Boyd Matheson, Matheson on KSL News Radio. Welcome back, everyone. You're listening to the extended edition of Inside Sources. I am Boyd Matheson, opinion editor at the Deseret News, and it is primary election eve here in the state of Utah. And again, not every jurisdiction has uh, an election. It just depends on if you have mayor's races or council races and so on. Uh, so some of you d- do get a pass tomorrow, but not many. Uh, so be be ready for that. We're looking specifically today at the uh, Salt Lake Mayor's race, and very pleased to be joined in studio now by David Ibarra. Uh, David, this has been a uh, quite the experience, and uh, tell us what what have you learned in the the process leading up to election here. Well, first of all,
3: uh, Boyd, thank you for having me. Uh, it has been a absolute wonderful experience. We've knocked on 69,000 homes, had wow. 17,800 conversation. Mm. I've had 1,600, and just the individual conversations with the people that at the door and invited me into their homes and sharing their concerns has just been invigorating. It's been fabulous. Yesterday, I met with a, uh, a woman who greeted me at the door, and Zoe, And uh, she looked at me, I'm voting for you. And then she says, can I give you a hug? And then she started to get emotional. Mm. You have to win. Our city needs a leader. And Mm. those kinds of things just want you to just knock on more every day.
1: Yeah. So as you've been out there knocking on doors, and uh, I had a few people say you knocked on their doors over the weekend. Yes. And... uh, what have what's been surprising to you as you've gone around uh, Salt Lake City? What is it that's really surprised you as you've interacted and
3: listened to some of these stories from the citizens? Well, you know, I I, I think the initiatives are pretty much all. Uh equal throughout this uh, city. Maybe air quality will move up to one or two or three in the inland port, uh, you know, infrastructure, uh, affordable housing. We'll change positions, but it's all the same uh, categories. I think that the um, – I was hoping to not be surprised, but I think it was validated the apathy, mistrust mm. towards uh, our uh, political leaders and and uh, uh, wanting to have change and not have career politicians. They're tired of people pointing out problems mm-hmm. without giving up solutions. And the I, I've done, I, 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 they're sick of that because we're a we society, not mm-hmm. an I society. Mm-hmm.
1: Great, great insight. Uh, you, you do come from the business the side of the house. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, I would always say when I was back in Washington that the most frustrated people in public office are are either former governors or, or former business executives. Right. Uh, you have that business executive background. Mm -hmm. Uh, What does that give you in terms of a unique perspective uh, coming into something like the Salt Lake Mayor's position?
3: Well, I have found whether it's the private or the public sector is that, you know, leading a group of people in a cause and helping them understand how does their job role fit Mm -hmm. with the services of a guest or a resident? It's the same. We have folks that are currently going to work every day Mm -hmm. and not loving their work so our practice over the last 30 years has been working with employed adults. How is it that the work experience can be conquered and enjoy enjoyed so that when you go home, you can turn on the faith, family, community, or sound health channels and be all in, mm. all in? Mm. And so I find it to be very similar.
1: Yeah, excellent. If you're just joining us, uh, we are uh, taking some time today on Inside Sources to uh, go through with some of our uh, candidates for Salt Lake City mayor. We've got David Ibarra in the studio with us right now, and uh, David, as you've gone through this process, you've you've had a, a host of debates, you've had a lot of conversations, and uh, amongst the candidates, there's a there's a lot of similarities in terms of many of the policies. Uh, but what are some of the the differences what are some of the unique things that you either bring from a policy standpoint mm-hmm. or an approach that people should
3: know about well as i look at the candidates and and and, and pretty much you know as we look at a uh, leadership gap in uh, uh, the private or the uh, public sector we look at either uh, there's a gap between may- mayor a city council and the state and 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 there's we're not together. We're not in sync. We're not in harmony. And I think folks are looking for a different kind of leadership. And all of our candidates pretty much come from one of those three with the exception of two, which I'm one. Mm-hmm. Now, from a leadership perspective, the thing that has been most interesting that I find that most people can point out what's wrong but there's a lack of big ideas. Mm-hmm. And and in the current structure of our debates, and I think everybody uh, will agree with this, it's not a debate. Mm-hmm. We're given 45 seconds yeah. <laughs> to talk about our big ideas. Right. And, you know, I've had a slew of big ideas and been criticized for them. For instance, I do not believe that the affordable housing gap is 7,500. When we have 195, thousand people leave our city and come back. What that's doing to the air, what that's doing to the lost opportunity to spend with community family in the 45 minutes or to an hour each way. And the traffic, it is forty percent of those folks want to live in the city. So the true gap is eighty thousand. And we that is a major David Ibarra big idea initiative. It can't be done in one term or two but it's a big idea. We've got to get our arms around.
1: Okay, all right. We're coming down the home stretch. You've got about a minute and a half to go here, David. So this is uh, your chance for for closing argument. Uh, as people, some people have already cast their vote. Some people Sorry. have that sitting on their kitchen table. Some are getting ready to go to the polls tomorrow. What's the last thing you hope people will think about you uh, before they cast their uh, ballot for mayor? Well,
3: I've had a lot of assignments in my life. I've uh, have received an appointment from the President of the United States, three appointments from three different governors in Utah. I have advised two mayors. I've sit on the airport board, economic board, unemployment, board, or a workforce services board. I get government. Mm-hmm. But I've also been the CEO coach for hundreds of companies all across America. And when it comes to running a business, whether it's at Marriott where I was a regional manager over 5 states, 15 properties, I've led groups of people for a common goal followed by actions and accountability. So, I'm the only only person that has that kind of experience and that's the experience that Salt Lake City needs now. We got to be done with pointing it out and we got to be we got to start correcting it and i love our city i was born here raised here raised in foster care started as a dishwasher i know what hard work means mm-hmm. and i am ready to serve this city and i'll tell you what they'll never see anybody work as hard as me on behalf of our capital city
1: all right david abara thanks for joining us on inside sources today
3: thank you for having me
1: all right uh again uh, david abara jo- joining us uh part of the uh long list of mayor candidates here in the uh, city of salt lake city today Uh, if you haven't had a chance to cast your ballot yet uh, you must get it in must be postmarked today if you're going to actually drop it in the mail Uh, otherwise you need to take it to one of the locations or actually vote in person tomorrow so we're going to go ahead and uh, step aside we're going to continue our conversations keep the mayor theme rolling along here when we come back uh, Luis Escamilla will join us in studio. I'm Boyd Matheson, opinion editor at the Deseret News. Stay with us on Inside Sources on KSL News Radio. Inside Sources. Inside Sources. Behind the scenes experience in Washington and around the world. Here's the opinion page editor of the Deseret News, Boyd Matheson, on KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. Welcome back, everyone, to an extended edition of Inside Sources. I am Boyd Matheson. Uh, we're going to go right uh, to the phones now. We're going to continue our focus on the Salt Lake City mayor's race, and uh, very pleased to be joined on the line by Luz Escamilla. Luz, thanks for joining us on a busy Monday for you.
4: Yeah. Thank you, Boyd. It's always a pleasure.
1: Thanks for the invite. Uh, Well, as you you come down the home stretch here, uh, I want to hit a a couple of things uh, real quick. One, I want to point out, we've talked about a lot of the different issues uh, that all the candidates are raising, and there's a lot of areas of of agreement. Uh, But one of the things that I noticed on your website, uh, Luz, was that uh, front and center, you have a focus on youth and families as the backbone of Salt Lake City. Why that so prominent?
4: Um, I think it's important that Salt Lake City focuses on its people and families and our youth, which is the future of our our city and our state as well. And I think when you have families that are healthy, that their children are safe, going to great schools, having great after-school programs, then parents can be more productive members of their communities. They can feel better going to work and coming back and knowing their kids are safe. So you're going to see a big emphasis, and when I get elected, I will make a big emphasis on early childhood education, prenatal care, working with moms, and making sure that those families are strong and also those children have a good place to go. We talk about collaboration with the school districts. We already have conversations with different school board members about how will it look to have a mayor that's engaged and wants to support and make a stronger um, school district for our city as well. So things that I believe are important for everyone in Salt Lake City is having a strong, uh, you know, reliable, sustainable way where our children and our families feel that they can be, you know, great members of our community and also have a great quality of life.
1: Excellent. And as you've been uh, going out and about the city, uh, you you know the rough and tumbles of, uh, of elections and uh, working your way through those as a, a state senator. Uh, as you've gone around this time, as you've met uh, citizens uh, of Salt Lake City, knocked on doors, had events, uh, has anything surprised you in terms of what you've heard from the citizens of Salt Lake?
4: Um, you know, what it has been great, is, and it's been very consistent east to west, north and south, is this uh, need for collaboration. They're excited for an opportunity to have a mayor that talks about collaboration. That resonates well with people. This idea of sustainability. Sustainability in every angle beyond just environmental issues, really about sustainable communities, about engaging communities because they feel like their city hall is also their city hall. It's not only a city hall in downtown Salt Lake City, Mm -hmm. but having the opportunity to bring everyone, um, there is hunger for that. And it doesn't matter where you're in Salt Lake City. Everybody wants to talk about sustainability, um, not only on, like I said, not only the environment, but infrastructure, on their quality of life, on parks green areas. I mean, how does that look like? And is it only Salt Lake City alone? Can we do it alone? And we're talking about collaboration and that's resonating well with the Salt Lake City residents. Yeah.
1: If you're just joining us, we've got Luz Escamilla on the line uh, talking about the Salt Lake Mayor's Race. Again, get out and vote if you haven't already. If you're sending it by mail, it's got to be postmarked today. Make sure you get that in. And uh, Luce, as I mentioned before, there there are a lot of uh, similarities and a lot of common factors. I think amongst the candidates. Uh, what is the the differentiator for you? What's the something distinct that uh, people should know as they go to the polls?
4: Uh, thank you, Boyd. That's uh, obviously the most important piece right now. Is trying to make sure we show why, why we're so different from the other candidates, and what we think is critical is for people to understand that how important experience. Our record and our reputation is when it comes to the next mayor. And we feel we have the strongest piece when it comes to our record on standing for solid city issues that we value as solid city residents. I had 11 years in the legislature doing that, but also the ability to work with people where I consider myself a bridge builder. And we need to work in collaboration with the state, with the county. We can't do this alone. And there is a great opportunity to do this when it comes to air quality, homelessness, affordable housing. Uh, the inland port. I mean, what are we going to do to work together and have someone that could really, you know, build those bridges to make us move forward, but also stand strong on the issues that we value as Salt Lake City residents? And I'm the best person for that, and why I'm so excited to be, you know, running for mayor. And- and be elected
1: mayor. All right. And as uh, we come down that home stretch, we uh, we always get to the uh, the closing argument. So, uh, Luz, I'm going to give you just about a minute here uh, to make the, the closing argument. Uh, I always frame it this way. What is the last thing that you hope people will think about before checking a box next to a candidate for Salt Lake City mayor?
4: Thank you, Biden. Just the opportunity to tell Salt Lake City residents that this is a critical race. It's a critical time for Salt Lake City. We are the capital city, and we need to get everyone, not only Salt Lake City residents, but everyone behind Salt Lake City so we can continue to be a prosperous state. And our economy and the growth is happening. We need to have a smart growth, a sustainable growth that includes all Salt Lake City residents. I hope that they look into our, our website, com, that look into our record as a state legislator, as someone that's working in the business community and the nonprofit community I have a very broad um, record on the different areas of our economy and also in state government. I'm ready to work on day one as their mayor. I have a master's in public administration. I understand how to how to do this from a practitioner perspective, and I want to make sure they know that there is an opportunity to get someone that could bridge building, build bridges with the state capital and those legislators and work very closely so we can have a buy in and have everyone really. Just cheering for Salt Lake City and making things happen for Salt Lake City in a sustainable way.
1: All right. Luz Escamilla, candidate for mayor in Salt Lake City. Thanks for joining us today, Luz. Appreciate it.
4: Thank you, boys. You have a wonderful day.
1: All right. There she goes, Luz Escamilla. Uh, Again, the mayor's race uh, is really the the most dominant force out there, and we're going to continue that uh, conversation as we roll along here. Just a, a quick reminder Again, not every area has a, uh, a race to vote on. So some people are saying, well, wait a minute. I don't, I don't have anything. Am I supposed to vote? Uh, just check with your, uh, your local websites there, and you'll be able to determine if you do have a race uh, in your particular area. Most of these are mayors or council uh, races. Uh, that are out there. So again, we're focusing on uh, Salt Lake City. We're going to be joined next by Aaron Mendenhall. Uh, will join us in studio. So stay with us here on KSL News Radio. I am Boyd Matheson, opinion editor at the Deseret News. This is the extended edition of Inside Sources. Stay with us. Much more to come on KSL. Inside Sources with Boyd Matheson on KSL News Radio. Welcome back, everyone. I am Boyd Matheson. This is the extended edition of Inside Sources on a Monday. Hope you're having a good Monday out there. Uh, we are really focusing this hour on the Salt Lake Mayor's Race and very pleased to be joined in studio now by Aaron Mendenhall.
5: Thank you for having me. It's my yeah. pleasure.
1: We appreciate you coming on in. We know it's a busy day and you've got a busy what do we got left? About thirty-six hours to yeah, go. Yeah, but
5: who's counting? Who's yeah. counting?
1: <laughs> it is a busy uh, time. It's exciting. Well, as as you've been out and about this round, uh, you've you've gone through election cycles. You know what that drills about. Mm-hmm. Um, as you've been out there talking to constituents, talking to people in Salt Lake City, uh, I, I've asked all the candidates. Anything surprised you this time? What are people saying that's a little su- surprising to you?
5: You know, I've been in these conversations with the community. Basically, nonstop for seven years since I first started campaigning for city council. So, I'm honestly not too taken aback by any of the concerns or the issues that are coming up at the doors. By and large, uh, the environment and air quality are the prevailing concerns at the conversation level on people's doorsteps. What a piece of what's surprising me in the last few days as I'm walking. Um, As you said, tomorrow's election day. Today's the last day you can get your ballot postmarked and have it count tomorrow. You have to take it to a ballot box tomorrow. Most people, even yesterday, yes, I knocked doors yesterday, even then people had them on their kitchen tables. So there's a lot of undecided voters out there. There's still a lot of conversations to have, and I'm going to hit the doors after we finish here. So thanks for taking me into the air conditioning for just a moment. For
1: just a moment, yeah, before we send everyone back out into the heat there for the... The, the final hours is is always a challenge. Uh, with your with your experience uh, on the the council, uh, you've you've kind of seen the process of of how you negotiate, how you build bridges, how you bring people together. Uh, what gives you the most hope? Uh, obviously, Salt Lake's got some real challenges. You mentioned a couple of them: air quality and homelessness and affordability and all all those mm-hmm. other things. Uh, but what is it that gives you the most confidence that uh, Salt Lake is heading in the right direction?
5: a couple of things we have an electorate who by and large really wants us to solve problems they don't want the same old and they're looking for inventive new ideas but they're also looking for someone who knows how to get things done and that's part of what has driven me in this campaign experience as being able to actually answer questions with policy strategies Uh, Be able to come up with more ideas of how to pay for those solutions than their own tax dollars and being in City Hall for the last six years. I have seen over two administrations different ways of going about those conversations. Uh, both at the level of the community, at the financial level, and then at the policy-making level. And being able to be someone who can say, you know what, I know how to agree to disagree and keep working. I know how to come to the table with the state. I've been doing it for air quality for a decade. And I have a council who every one of them, although we disagree often, encouraged me to run for mayor. And I think that should tell the voters a lot that um, I'm a candidate who knows how to get some things done and yeah. is willing to come up uh, with the ideas and work together. Yeah. One of the
1: interesting things that I keep hearing that we see on our text line all the time is is this lack of leadership. People are frustrated with mm-hmm. the lack of leadership in Washington, D.C. People are tired of lack of leadership in, in different mm-hmm. areas. Uh, what's the leadership quality you bring to the table uh, that should give citizens' confidence that you will be able to get those things done?
5: I love that question. And I think that as a, I, even though this is a nonpartisan race, I, I'm a Democrat, as m- many people running for mayor in Salt Lake mm-hmm. City are. Obviously, I'm a, a woman and an environmentalist with my air quality background. And uh, what people can take away from my, my work ethic is that I'm diligent. I'm an honest broker. I'm a straight shooter. I've been able to actually negotiate with the state to win things for Salt Lake City residents, and uh, on the on behalf of air quality statewide. That's a a piece of work that is not easy there are no silver bullets people say and i've been able to keep at it and make some real progress so i think temperament goes a long way for salt lake city is the political pendulum swing from the rest Mm -hmm. of the state the way our mayor conducts herself and will determine a lot about the outcomes we get or we don't get as salt lake city residents Mm.
1: if you're just joining us we have aaron mendenhall in studio candidate for mayor here in salt lake city uh, a couple of quick questions as we come down the home stretch here uh, one we've we've talked about this with a lot of the other candidates, and that is on on many of the policy pieces there's there's not a huge daylight uh, between the different candidates on on most of the big ticket uh, kinds of items uh, and so it always comes down to how do you differentiate uh, yourself mm-hmm. from the other candidates? What should people know that's different about you
5: okay, two basics and then a big idea background and foreground in air quality, I have a master's in science and technology and environmental focus from the University of Utah. Obviously, I've talked about my background and being on the state air quality board, chairing that today. That's unique of being able to say I've actually done some things there, having this uh, in-house skill set of knowing how City Hall and Salt Lake City does Mm -hmm. business and can do business as a community, those two things. But the big idea that I want to bring to this is a tech ecosystem. We have let these unicorn companies slip through our fingers where we have the great ideas right there on the hill at Research Park and the University of Utah, amazing entrepreneurial ideas, and we need to intentionally create a fertile in ecosystem here where they can put those roots down those entrepreneurial roots and grow that industry here it's a shaming that we don't have a single unicorn company in salt lake city there's six of them between draper and lehigh Mm. it's the fastest growing highest paying industry we can we should we need to have that here
1: okay very good we got just about a minute and a half left here i'm going to let you do as we always do closing argument it's that time of day uh, for closing (laughs) argument and uh, i always like to frame it this way Uh, You you mentioned there are a lot of people who still have those ballots sitting on their kitchen table. Mm -hmm. What's the last thing you want them to think about uh, before they check a box for a leader for the city of Salt Lake?
5: On the personal level, I think the number of people who have their ballots in hand today and are still considering whether or not they're going to vote, that number of people could turn this election by Mm -hmm. tomorrow evening. It is so important that people vote. Secondly, I would say we've had 12 years of former state legislators as mayors of our city, Ralph Becker for eight years and Jackie Biskupski for four. It is time we had a mayor who actually knows how to run Salt Lake City, who's been doing that work. It is a different skill set than being a super minority on the Hill at the state of Utah. It is different to be in the capital city and work year round with the city council and the mayor's administration. I know how Salt Lake City works. I know how to get things done. And I know that I have the temperament to work with the people outside of this city to get us more. We deserve more. We can get more as the capital city. And I know how to get us there.
1: Okay. Aaron Mendenhall, candidate for mayor. Thanks for joining us in studio for Insight Sources today.
5: Such a pleasure. Thank you, Boyd.
1: All right. And just as a final reminder, again, if you still have your ballot in hand, you can fill that out. If you mail it today, if it's postmarked today, it will count. If you don't get it postmarked today, then you need to take it to one of the polling stations tomorrow. And of course, you can also uh, cast your vote just at the polling station tomorrow as well. Uh, Very important. We always talk about the big national races and uh, the big challenges in the country. But remember, it's these local races uh, that really impact your day-to-day living. This is what's going to make a, a difference for your, your local community, your schools, your whether your trash is picked up properly, your potholes, and all of the things that uh, impact day-to-day living. So it is time to vote and uh, get out and cast that vote. And we'll track this all the way through the day tomorrow and into the evening until we start getting some results. Remember, in the Salt Lake Mayor's race, the top two will advance uh, to the November General election, and uh, that will be more fun to watch as well. So we'll continue to to eye all of that uh, right here on KSL News Radio. All right, we're going to go ahead and step aside for our top of the hour break, and then we got another hour to go because this is the extended edition of Inside Sources. I am Boyd Matheson, opinion editor at the Deseret News. Don't go anywhere. We got a big final hour for you today, right here on KSL News Radio.